Happy Sunday, everyone. This is Pastor Mike Matthews for Limping for Jesus. In our days of people being cynical inside the church and in, 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 in outside the church, I understand why people may not trust in Jesus anymore. Today's sermon is so important to me. It's called, I, I, Jesus, I Still Trust You. That is harder to say now at 41 than when I was 19, I first became a Christian. Why? I, because I've experienced a lot of ups and downs in life. My uh, five years ago, I was a new lead pastor, uh, pastoring the church, and through that, I went through uh, that ministry ended with a divorce, the ending of my first pastorate that I prayed for for ten years, the the year the year the two years after that has been an uphill battle to hold on to my faith. Everything that I've been through in my life. I've been a fighter. I've been a warrior for God. I have counted loss, gain. I have trusted God with every thorn that's been thrown my way. Rather that it's cerebral palsy or people hurting me inside the church being hurt by other pastors, pastors trying to keep me out of ministry, pastors saying to other trusted Christians that Michael Matthews will never preach at our church. Through it all, God has given me opportunity time and time again to prove that God uses imperfect people for his glory. And I want you to believe that today. I want you to believe that Jesus is real. That no matter what you face, no matter what may come, he is still good. I can come to to you today and I can tell you as a man of God that still has cerebral palsy, still has had to overcome so much trauma and grief. That he's still good. Our passage today. Our our passage today is Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Life life can suck, guys. Life can make it hard to see where Jesus is in your past. 
death first is easy to believe when life is going your way. When life... It sounds cute on a bumper sticker or on a t-shirt in a vacation Bible school photo op. But then you experience trials. You experience job loss. That's that partner you thought would always be there leaves. You become a widow or a widower. People who once respected you and loved you try to tear your name down. You give your life to religion and to faith and you are met with disappointment after disappointment. Yes. I'm here to say all that's real and it hurts. But Jesus is still Jesus through it all. My wife and I, Sarah, just got done watching this weekend the movie Captive about Ashley Smith, who is held hostage for seven hours by Brian Nichols. And through and part of how God worked on her release was she read parts of Purpose Driven Life to Brian Nichols. And, and the movie is impactful on many ways. It doesn't negate the terrible things Brian Nichols did by any means. It, it didn't demonize him, but it showed in Ashley Nichols. And at the very end of the movie, it it plays a clip of uh, Ashley on the old Oprah show telling her story and and um, she meets Pastor Rick Warren at the end and the most poignant the most powerful statement Rick made, makes to her because they talk they talk about her story and and how uh, Brian tried making her, you know, asked her, do you have any drugs around? And she had meth and she, he, he took some and she tried, he tried to, uh, make her take it. And in that moment, cause hours earlier, they showed her taking drugs. Okay. In that moment, she decided no more that she was going to stay sober whether it costs her life or not for her daughter. And in that moment, Rick Warren says, here is the, one of the most powerful things he said, that actually is living proof that you don't have to be perfect and have all your ducks in a row and you don't have to have your whole life together to be used by God. And that we all have a purpose. We all have a purpose. And we tend to, in the church, become gatekeepers. Look at this. Right now, this week, there was a huge revival at Asbury College. 
in Kentucky, I believe. Do you know who where the biggest criticisms of that revival are coming from? Inside the church. I get so frustrated. Year and year goes by. Pastors get up in their pulpits and say, people don't want God. I was once sitting in the job as an outreach guy. Don't don't worry about focusing on going on to college campuses. Kids don't want Jesus. No. They don't want your bored, tired interpretation of him. They don't want your stagnant, boring interpretation of who Jesus is. Jesus is still on the throne. He's still growing his kingdom one person at a time. One beautiful, imperfect person at a time. As long as I live, guys, and as long as you live, if people know any part of your story, they're always going to say, God can't use him. God, God can't use her. I know what they did. I know what she did. She used to be a drug addict. She used to be a gossip. She, she battled drugs her whole life. He was an angry man. He cheated at work. He, he, he was a mean drunk. You can say this. If you're a Christian and you've been walking with the Lord. Yes, you're right. I did do that. Jesus died for that too. Jesus comes to save hot messes like you and I. And he transforms us into beautiful, messy masterpieces for his glory. Rick Warren said at the end of the movie, Jesus only uses sinners to build his kingdom because that's all he has to choose from. And that's you and I, brothers and sisters. You and I are imperfect people. I look back over my life the last 10 years from battles with mental health, battles with hiding depression from my church, from other church people because of stigmas inside the church from the way I was treated, the way I treated others after my divorce, how my little, well-created Christian bubble exploded overnight. And I was laying in the ashes of my life. And I had one question. Do you still believe that I'm Lord? Do you still believe that I have plans for your life, Mike? And tears rolling down my eyes, fists 
ascension hard to God? I do. And I want you to do, I want you to trust him also. Life kicked me in the face a couple years ago. But the pain for Jesus grew stronger out of that. I met my wife, Sarah. And together, God is using us to build this community on the internet to help hurting people trust Jesus. I understand why people deconstruct their faith. To those, I say, hey, brother, hey, sister, before you go, please hear my story. Hear my heart. Before you go, let me, let me tell you, I've been through church hell also. I've been through real pain, real hurt, real trauma. Besides church, I am a abuse survivor. I'm not going to say the type of abuse that I have overcome because I know YouTube's uh, can be tricky with those words. They can block a video. But I've been through deep trial in my life. From birth to seven, even. I've had, I by the time I was seven, I, I had multiple orthopedic surgeries on my legs that I still feel the pain over. My biological father was not in my life. And then all that trauma happened to me as an adult. Surviving cerebral palsy. Surviving not having a biological father in the picture. Surviving abuse. Surviving church hurt. It was all real. But so is Jesus. I want you to look at this one more time with me. These words are harder to read when you've been through some hell. I know. But I'm telling you that God is still working in your life, even if you can't see it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make straight your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Guys, there were times in my life that I thought Jesus is the only one that loves me. That's not true. I, I know I am deeply loved by people, my people that God has put in my life. My son, my wife Sarah, other people are cheering me on from in this life together. They want to see me thrive. 
But there are times that you and I will feel like Jesus is the only one that gets us. The only one that loves us. And he's enough. He did not get caught up by surprise when I was born in 1981. He did not, not one thing that happened to me miss his caring grace. It is all for his glory. He called a guy with a speech impediment to be a pastor. He called a guy with cerebral palsy to preach his gospel, his kingdom, knowing that people inside that kingdom would balk at him, would say that I don't have enough faith to be healed. And yet, here I am, 20 plus years later, saying that Jesus is still king. And one day, guys, the first person to see me free of cerebral palsy will be our Lord Jesus Christ. He'll embrace me. I'll have two good arms, uh, two good hands, No more speech impediment, no more palsy. And it's all for him, and it's all for his glory. Church can be stuffy. Church can be uptight. Church folk can be gatekeepers. However, I want to encourage you. There are still good people out there in these churches that love Jesus and love you and will and will walk with you and talk with you and live this life together. Find your people. Find your faith community. I want to thank you for being a part of Nymphing for Jesus. Help us reach more people. If you believe in this ministry, if you believe in the message that God has put on my heart, to share it with others who are hurting, please support us. Become a subscriber at the YouTube channel. Follow the podcast. Help us grow our reach for the kingdom of God. I know that life is hard. Acknowledge him in all your life. No matter what you're going through right now, I don't care if you have five cents in your bank account. I don't care if uh, yesterday you messed up and you you did that drug. I don't care if yesterday you tried your hardest, but you gave into that drink. Today's a new day. Trust Jesus. He's still good. God bless you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Limp well and limp loved.